everyone. Welcome to the Finding Love Podcast. I'm Nancy Bruce, your host. This is our conversation about finding love and romance and connection in the middle of life. And I'm starting to think about this as finding love in your act three. I kind of think of this as the third act, right? I'm thinking about that for myself a lot. And I like it. I I like thinking like, you know, now that we're in this third act of life, it's not time to slow down. It's not time to give up. You know, we don't want to say to ourselves, it's too late. I'm too old. We're never, those words will never pass our lips. And I like this third act moment. And so what I want to talk about today is how to talk about yourself. This is a little knot that many people need to untangle for themselves, I've noticed. Some of the women I'm working with doing some one-on-one coaching in the finding love world, some one-on-one brand coaching work with them. I, personal brand that is, their personal dating brand. I'm finding that people are saying to me, you know, I don't really like to talk about myself. And it reminds me of when I was doing brand coaching as for my business clients and some of the women who were building actual businesses would say to me, I don't like to toot my own horn. <laughs> that, that's a quote, actually. Someone actually said that to me once. And, and then we both just started laughing because, of course, you are going to have to talk about yourself when you're launching yourself into the business world. You're going to have to tell people what it is you do, who you are, how you can help them, what you're selling, you know, how, how your services and products will make their life better. And I really do draw the parallel line between launching yourself into the business world and launching yourself into the dating world because they each require mindset, a mindset shift, getting ready to receive the abundance that's waiting for you and and getting the confidence and the self-assurance that you can go out and do this. So that's all about mindset. And then planning super important, obviously, because success requires a plan. And then action, you know, mindful, intentional action. So mindset, planning, and action, whether you're launching a business or launching yourself into dating, is, uh, I think, the blueprint for success. But let's let's go back to just the mindset question and, and the idea of how to talk about yourself. This comes up a lot because you will have to describe yourself. You are going to meet people and that requires t- talking about yourself. And a couple of episodes ago, we talked about small talk and we talked about your content pillars, about the, the, the topics to pull out of your hat during a first or second date to make sure there aren't awkward silences and to make sure that you're not uncomfortable. But this is a different tact I'm taking today. This is about talking about yourself. And what it really comes down to is building up the self-confidence to go out there in the dating world and not feel like you don't deserve to be there, not feel like, you know, imposter syndrome, not feel like you're not worthy of love. And telling people about who you are goes way beyond what you do for a living, where you live, how many kids you have, you know, where your favorite spots are to travel to. And all those things are, are great. That's great fodder for conversation too, for sure. But how to talk about yourself, you know, what to say when it comes down to trying to share who you really are. And it, and it can feel very overwhelming because it can feel like oh my gosh, I have to distill myself down into a soundbite. I need an elevator speech for myself. 
right? And it's that that feels overwhelming. That I mean, I don't know anybody who could necessarily do that. But if you think about how to talk about yourself to someone so that they can understand not only who you are and where you come from and some of your experiences, but what you want, what you're looking for. Because remember, this is all about when we talk about mindset planning action, the action part is taking intentional, purposeful action. Not just willy-nilly action, not just meeting people for a drink or meeting people for a coffee or a walk in the park and talking about whatever pops into your mind and then see ya and hoping that, you know, you're so throwing a bunch of things at the wall and hoping that one of them sticks. That is not purposeful, strategic action. That's just sort of off the cuff action. And and I don't want you to do that for one really simple reason because it will burn you out. It will make you feel exhausted and overwhelmed after a certain amount of time, after you do that a few times. It's going to make the the search for love in the middle of life seem futile and you're going to say, "Never mind. I'm going to throw throw in the towel. I'm done with this." And I know all that because I've been there and I've and I've I've done that myself. And when I when I made the decision to start taking more mindful action, more intentional focused action when it came to my search for love, that's when things really started to change. And you know, I often talk about the um the path to finding love as a healing journey, a transformative journey of self-awareness, self-discovery, and all that is true when you are mindful and intentional about it. It's not true when you're just sort of willy-nilly about it. Because that mindfulness, that intention, that is the revealing part of it. You start asking yourself real questions about who you are and what you really want in your life and what you're grateful for now, but what you would still like to manifest. All those are the elements of mindful action. So back to how to talk about yourself. Here is, I think, a really great segue into getting comfortable, let me put it that way, getting comfortable, just putting your first toe in the water, getting comfortable talking about yourself in in a way that, that matters. Again, not where you live and what you do for a living, in a way that really matters. One of the things that people do right off the bat is they talk about what they want, what they want to receive in a, in a relationship. And now, of course, you know that there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. We are going to always talk about what you want to receive, how what you want to create and manifest, the kind of love life you want in your life. All of that is important. But as you're getting comfortable talking about yourself, try starting here instead. What do you want to contribute to a relationship? What do you want to give? How do you want to show up in a loving partnership and a loving relationship. Now, when I ask you this, I don't want you to just to start popping off ideas in your head. Here's here's a real little practice for you. And if you're if you're walking or driving and you can't do this right now, it's okay. Do it when you have a moment. Get out a journal or a piece of paper, sharpen your pencil and start writing. Even if you think I'm not a writer, the truth is, is that writing down some of these thoughts, some of these bigger thoughts is really the best way to get the ideas flowing, to get the feelings opened up. There is no substitute to writing, sitting in a quiet place and writing down your thoughts and feelings when it comes to what kind of love you're looking for in life. So that's number one. Get out your notebook and think about what it is you want to give to your partner to your romantic partner? How do you want to show up for that person? 
what kinds of ways can you think that will delight both of you in the way that you want to contribute to the relationship? So here's a couple of examples. One of the things I love to do is cook. I have been a home cook for, I don't know, 30 years, I guess, because as long as my kids have been around. And I I love to cook. I love to make big meals. And I love people at the table or people curled up on the couch with a big bowl of something. And I love the idea that people uh, equate me with getting fed, you know, having wonderful food on the table. And um, it is a way that I show love. It is a way that I show appreciation. But it's also very delightful for me. I mean, whatever anyone's getting out of eating something that I've I've made, whether it's a homemade pie or a big bowl of soup or you know a big roast, whatever I've made, whatever enjoyment they're getting out of eating it, believe me when I tell you, I'm getting tenfold the delight in just having them love it and appreciate it and enjoy it. And so that's what I mean when I say, how do you want to show up and what do you want to contribute? It's not, you know, necessarily being of service all the time to someone. It's that you are doing things that come naturally for you, that you love to do, that you feel like you're you're good at, at doing, and that you know is going to be really well received by whoever you're bestowing it upon, and equally, you will delight in it. So that that is kind of like the idea also of of reciprocity in love, right? It's like the the a real strong love bond is one of reciprocity. It's it's a giving and receiving all the time. And, you know, yes, of course there are days or moments when it feels like one person's giving more or things feel a little out of whack because we're human and we're all flawed and we're on our human journey and I get it. I'm not talking about, you know, a relationship where everything is ideal all the time. But in a good, solid, healthy relationship, my opinion is, is that it is, it is a give and take. It is a flow, a free flowing of giving and taking. So when you start thinking about talking about yourself, you can start with, what am I giving? You know, and that's actually also a confidence builder, I think. I was recently talking to a friend of mine on her Facebook Live, a woman named Marla, and um, she has a group called The Long Life Era. And I was a guest on her Facebook Live. And it was a really, really fun conversation because I love Marla and, and we've known each other for a couple of years and she is a hoot to talk to. And she asked me, how can people build up self-confidence when it comes to dating again in the middle of life or in their, in their 60s or 70s or wh- whatever part of life you're in? How do you build up that confidence if you've been out of the dating game for a while or if you just have never felt very confident when it comes to meeting people and, and trying to spark a match? How do you build that confidence? And I said, you know, one of the, one of the best ways, I think, is to think about what you want to give. Because it's going to automatically make you feel good and it's going to make you feel like you have something to offer. It's going to make you aware of what you have to offer. Let me let me put it that way. We all have shiny gems. We all have beautiful, great qualities. And, you know, sometimes you forget about what yours are. And so when you think about what 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 how do I want to show up? What do I want to do for someone? How do I want to make their life better just by loving them? And get specific, then that is a great a great way to know. You know, this is this is this is one thing that I can share about myself. That's that's true. That's authentic, and that makes me feel good. And and hopefully, the person listening will be able to resonate with that. 
So when we talk about how to talk about yourself, you know, it's not only in person how to talk about yourself, but it's also on your, if you're using dating apps, on your dating profile, how to describe yourself. If you're uh, working with a matchmaker of any kind, or if you're doing some kind of matchmaking service, like It's Just Lunch. I had a, recently had a client who decided to join It's Just Lunch, and we were creating a profile for her, a long version and a few short versions. And I used all of the, the, the conversation that she and I had together in our coaching sessions to help her write her profile. And it was really about, um, I was really gratified to see that the profile that we came up with was really about, you know, what she values, what she prioritizes, what she's looking for, and how she likes to contribute and, and add to the, the, the lives of the people that she loves. And she used as examples, you know, in her own mind, as we were talking, the lives of her children, the lives of her, of her very good friends and family members. And so when you are thinking about how to talk about yourself and how to kind of take center stage, if you will, in this dating section of your life, in this dating part of your life, it's really about building that self-confidence to be able to, to say, this is who I am to yes, be able to toot your own horn. Yes, you are going to have to do that, but do it in a way that feels authentic to you. That feels like you're talking about stuff that matters, right? The stuff that really matters to you. Don't be afraid to say what those things are and don't be afraid to say, here's how I love someone. Here's how I do it. And and you might say to yourself, and I'm also wanting to explore, you know, other ways. So let me know what what you're looking for. It opens up the conversation. It opens up that give and take, that flow that I was talking about when you start with that. And and yeah, when you are dating, you are going to have to talk about yourself. Like I said, in your profiles, in the emails and text messages that go back and forth before the first in-person meeting, you're going to be talking about yourself. Not completely. You're not going to be a monologuist and only talk about yourself. You're going to be asking questions too, but you are going to have to be forthcoming. And so I think a great idea is to practice a little bit, get your journal out, start writing things down about who you are and what matters most and how you show up and and how that feels for you. Confidence is really one of the most attractive qualities, I think, that anybody can ever have. I I am immediately drawn to confident people and maybe you are too, or, and maybe you are without even knowing it. You know, I think that so many of us are, are attracted to and, and drawn to people who are clear about who they are, are self-possessed. They are comfortable in their own skin. They, they let, they can laugh at themselves. They have a good time. They make other people feel seen and heard. They listen, they are, they've got a patience and a grace about them. And that's all, all that, all of that stems from confidence. All of that does. When you are walking through the world in the, the vibe of confidence, you are much more giving and much more generous with yourself and with others. I truly believe that. So, so working on that part of yourself a little, as you start wading into the waters of midlife dating, of third act dating. It's a good idea. It's a good idea to start really shining the spotlight on your own, um, on your own confidence, and saying to yourself, "How are the ways that I can I can boost this a little bit?" Because I know that this is something I'm going to need as I date. 
this is this is something that I'm going to that's going to help me. That's going to help me help show people the best parts of myself. That's going to help me make the greatest connections. It's going to help me attract the love I want. And so just get started with that. A little journaling practice. I don't know if you guys already have journaling practices. Probably a lot of you do. Um, I know that I do. I love, I love to journal and I've got, my problem is I've got so many notebooks laying all around the house and I forget what is, what, what is in each one of them. I have like, some are half, half filled, some are a third, some are just a page or two, others are filled cover to cover. I have no idea what's in any of these notebooks, but I like the act of writing stuff down. And then I recently learned a new trick from a writer named um, Anne Lamont, and she wrote this book called Bird by Bird. And I, I just read that book again. And wow, what a, what a beautiful book that is. It's a book about writing, but also about living. And I, I highly recommend it. But she had this really great idea, and it was to get a stack of index cards. So instead of having endless notebooks all over your house and notebooks that you don't know what they contain, if you're anything like me. So now I have this nice, neat little stack of index cards. And I, and here's what's great about that. You can just take one with you if you go for a walk or if you're doing errands and just put one in your pocket with a pen. And then when a thought strikes you, you can write it down. And then you have a nice little index card of thought contained on an index card. For some reason, this made me really happy. So I started implementing it right away. Well, this is a good idea, I think, for these little notes that you need to tell yourself, these little reminders, these little deep dives into, you know, who, what's going on with you, who you are, what you want. A little stack of index cards around the house, in the car, in some coat pockets, on your nightstand. Not a bad idea. Capture these thoughts for yourself because all of it will become the building blocks of, yes, your dating profile and, and, everything that goes along with that, but also the conversations that you want to have with people that you're meeting. These new people who are strangers, right? These new people that you're meeting in the middle of life, you are going to want to use your time with them to really excavate if there is a connection. You want to be purposeful about this. And so start with yourself right? And start with, with figuring out how you feel about some things. These index cards, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a game changer for me and maybe for you too. If you decide to start using this little method, write to me at hello at findinglove.co and tell me how that's going. And um, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, also write in and let me know. I'm going to have some guests on the show in the coming weeks, which I'm very excited about. Some women who are in their 50s and 60s and dating um, and having a blast or just getting started or a little nervous about diving back in. So I've got a few different people lined up and I'm excited to start having conversations with people about this because those are the kind of conversations I love. I, I have these conversations in real life with friends of mine. And so I want to bring some of that to you guys because I think it's going to be fun. And also one more thing, and this is exciting news. I am going to be appearing in Las Vegas, Nevada for a speaking event on Saturday, March 2nd. It's with the Aging Wellness Expo, which is a big expo about how to age beautifully and vibrantly in your 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond. And I'm going to be there with a bunch of speakers, primarily with the Long Life Era speakers. 
uh, which is a community headed up by my very good friend, Marla Letizia. She invited me to be a speaker and talk about finding love in this long life era, this chapter three, this third act of your life. So I'm so excited. And listen, this event is free. So if you happen to be in the area, please stop by and say hello. I would love to meet some listeners and followers in person. That would be so much fun. So that's Saturday, March 2nd in Vegas, the Aging and Wellness Expo. And um, there'll be more information about that to come. I'll talk about it in some upcoming podcasts, but I'm very excited. I haven't done a live speaking gig in a long time. So this is going to be, this is going to be really fun. Okay, everyone. Learning how to talk about yourself with confidence and ease. This is, this is a great skill. It's a great skill to have in all aspects of life. It will set you up for success and happiness. So um, write to me and tell me if you have any questions about it, if you'd like me to talk about it in different ways or more ways, because I'm happy to. This has been a fun, fun chat. And until next time, bye. Bye.